Hi everyone and welcome to another podcast in our City Songs Introducing series. Today we're going to talk about a song that I wrote called Jesus is Our Saviour. Um, it's a song that came out of some time spent with, uh, with a number of African friends at, at City Church. Um, and, and I'm really glad to be joined today by Angelina. Um, Angelina is uh, is one of the lovely voices that you'll hear on this track as well, and and provided um, uh, some of the words for for the chorus. But um, first, Angelina, it'd be great to um, chat a little bit about uh, to get some sort of context, I suppose, to to find out a bit more about you in a nutshell and where you grew up, and I suppose your your experience of um, of what worship in the church looked like. Yeah, sure. Um, so I grew up in Uganda, which is in East Africa, and um, yeah, worship for me as a child was something that was almost like going to a party. So we would always look forward to Sunday, you know, Sunday worship and praise, but it would take like forever. So we'd make sure you, <laughs> you're in a service, so you're prepared, you, you, you really had a good breakfast and you're prepared for like a long two to three hours of just praise and worship before they actually get to the sermon. So wow. it's quite long, but it was such a joyous time. People were allowed to dance as much as they wanted and no one would look at you awkward or think like, oh my goodness, what are they doing? <laughs> so that was, it was kind of fine and you wouldn't feel so um, like kind of embarrassed if you didn't really dance right. So you just have to be really careful about people around you or next to you because someone could quite easily whack you in the face with their arms <laughs> stretched out wide trying to dance or you know praise God in their own way but um yeah it was really a fun time and uh yeah we had lots of fun great I mean so so sort of apart from um I suppose the um the, the amount of time <laughs> that you spent yeah. and the amount of dancing and, and being a bit more of a high risk activity <laughs> than, than worship normally is at a city church um at the risk of i suppose making gross generalizations about african worship as if it was all sort of one thing but from from your experiences of growing up with that and then spending time in england and, and being in english churches what would you say are some of the the main differences between i guess african worship and more english worship if i can put it like that <laughs> Yeah, that's a very easy question because <laughs> the differences are so obvious. Um, so, yeah, African worship, like I've said before, like it's really long and um, the way people like express themselves when they're worshipping God or dancing is just like completely the opposite to <laughs> how like the Western English kind of churches do it. Um, I have felt personally like um, sometimes you have to be quite observant of, you know, what people are going to, you know, to look around and see what is someone going to think if I raise my hands too high or if I start to really, you know, kind of boogie while I'm praising, you know, because you just kind of, you're very self-conscious and self-aware. While in Africa, you can boogie and dance to praise songs as if you're like at someone's party and no one will look at you funny or think, oh, they're overdoing it. And also the songs, obviously, are very quite different because um, in Africa they could actually do praise. Um, it could even be just two or three songs, but they can just keep repeating them over and over again. And people are just kind of getting deeper and deeper, in, you know, into it. Because I think I mean, one, one of my key impressions of having chatted with you and others um, about, about some of this is, um, I guess like you were saying about the simplicity and um, yeah. sense that sometimes it's just like 
taking a truth and, and rather than just like, expressing that and then let's move on to the next thing and let's make sure that we say lots of statements and not not sort of make anyone bored by saying the same thing too too many times but yeah in a lot of African worship it's like well we've, we've got this truth it's like a big tasty treat and we're just going to enjoy it and enjoy it and enjoy it and keep on like going over and over and over and over it and and just really digging into the the joy of that truth rather than just sort of you know we've sung that now let's move on and talk about something different so it'd be good to see um i suppose moving on to talking about this this particular song um you know just to talk a bit about i guess how um this song came about um so this this was really inspired by um by an evening that uh, Anna and I spent with Angela Kem he's a great friend and South African and it was a really good evening really inspiring and and challenging talking about um about worship and diversity in worship and I think not just not just of being inclusive but being very much integrated um as a church about how we uh, can can value and honor one another and the the different things that we bring and you know just the fact that that we've got so much to learn from from each other I mean you know spending time with you and others talking about the way that um African people if if I can generalize will will worship is there's there's so much that that challenges and provokes me and thinks actually yeah I want to be more like that as well you know and so recognizing we all have stuff to learn from um from each other and you know the being really i suppose stirred again by this um this vision of wanting to 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 be a genuinely multicultural church um and not just have this one style of music that reflects perhaps the the, the musical tastes of white middle class english people under 50 you know it's it's very easy to sort of say oh that's that's how we do things and everyone else has to to sort of fit into that so um so yeah, so that that was kind of the start of of the journey and thinking, yeah, really want to um, to, to press into this more and, and and try and explore that more. And so, one of the things that that I did as a result of that was join with you and others. So there are a, a number of African people in the church who, who meet together or physically, or I guess, virtually nowadays um, to, to talk about uh, various issues that that affect Africa um and we had that one evening just talking about worship and again just so inspiring and and encouraging and and um really kind of um i suppose catalyzed this feeling like i need to write something and one of the things i think particularly that that came out that evening for for me that informed how how the song was written was um was singing a number of african songs with you in in various different languages and the fact that i think there were a couple of songs that actually nobody in the room spoke that language it wasn't it wasn't your first language it wasn't even a language that anyone else spoke or understood but yet it was a song that everyone wanted to sing together as well which kind of is you know felt a little bit weird to me i suppose as, as an english person um so i thought that might just be something to, to sort of come back to you to say you know you're how does that kind of work with um african people from different uh cultures and nations all speaking different languages and but but yet we're kind of wanting to sing together and share each other's languages how i guess tell us a bit about about that so i think partly it's to do with the the african dialect because um the way we speak is kind of like how you 
how in you know in England like kids start from a young age doing phonics you know and then they learn to do the words so like in Africa we just do um they're called vowels mm -hmm. I don't know what other word I would call it here but, <laughs> but then those vowels then form like the African dialect like everyone although you've got a different language but the the sounds are quite similar so in a way that First of all, that makes it a little bit easier for us to pick up each other's languages, I, th I think, personally, anyway. And then also there's that sense of community. Like, um, you know, Africans, we're very, if, if you have like a, we love to sing. So I think like when one person starts a song and you just really, you just feel it in your bonds and you just want to pick it up. But then if it's something that of a common cause that you all share, you know, like obviously Christ, and you're together and you know, okay, we're getting together to pray or to worship or talk about God or share with each other encouragement. And someone starts a song you've never heard. You just, I don't know, part of you just feels like if you press in really hard, you will actually pick it up. And yeah, just, can I ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> Something round. So like, you know, like, I know you've mentioned that you were with Angela when this came up, yep. you know. Yep. Um, but something must have provoked you guys to feel like you needed to include that, you know, in the church worship as like, you know, the the current, you know, music worship director kind of thing. What inspired you to think about that? Uh, I mean, I think obviously the, the, the conversation with Angela came off the back of, um, we, we sort of wanted to sit down and talk about this because it's something that we've been thinking about. And, and I guess something that a lot of people across relational mission are, are thinking about, you know, we're, we're a network that um, has churches in a number of different places. And um, we were a little bit trying to grapple with um, where's that sort of balance between wanting to be um, wanting to be sort of diverse and, and integrated and reflect other people's cultures. And, and where's, where's kind of the, the border between that and, and the kind of, cultural appropriation stuff you know in in that kind of there's, there's a real sensitivity to people who say well this isn't mm -hmm. this is not my culture but i'm going to like you know dress up with mexican hats and pretend to be mexican because it's cool you know actually yeah. we think that's not really appropriate to sort of mm -hmm. you know that's not your culture and you shouldn't be sort of making it into a cliche you know and so wanting to avoid that but also wanting to embrace actually it's not just going to be well I do my thing and you do your thing but how can we more kind of do each other's thing I suppose if that's the right yeah. way of, of doing you know is it okay for me to sing in African languages um mm -hmm. to African people in the room or is that weird so we're, I guess we were trying to think about some of these questions um so it was yeah. great to catch up with Angela and um and talk it through with her and then and then with with you and others and and that sense that actually yeah that's that's okay. And there's something about the fact that, as, as we said, even if there aren't people who speak those languages in that room, there's, there's something about saying this isn't, this isn't kind of fake or, or trying to just, you know, um, be cool by doing things in a, in a different language. Actually, it's, it's trying to um, reflect the fact that we are the, the multicultural, multinational people of God. Um, yeah. And, you know, it kind of, uh, I suppose helps us realize that God isn't white and English, you know, yeah. and and that actually, um, you know, God loves people of all um, 
of all kinds in every way. I recognise that for English people, it is a challenge because, you know, we're not used to speaking in, in other languages so much. Um, but I think a lot of it is also just being willing to have a go. And I think that, that was the other thing that um, I think really came across from spending time with you is that actually it's okay. You know, nobody's sort of really judging anyone else on their pronunciation and mm. or anything else like that. You know, we just, there's that, that spirit of, you know, let's have a go and let's join mm. in rather than, you know, I'm worried about not saying it perfectly or, or anything like that. So, um, yeah, mm. I think that just, in a way, a lot of it is a mindset, just saying, you know, yeah, let's give it a go and let's have some fun. Right. And I might stumble over the words, but hey, that's that's okay. I guess, you know, one of the other inspirations for the for the song was sort of at, at the same time, um, mm -hmm. been reading in, in 1 Peter, chapter 2, you know, he's talking about, um, you know, we were walking in, in, in darkness um, but you know we were we were once not a people but now we are a people um, yeah. that that sense of we, oh. we we were all disconnected from each other but mm. one of the things that God has has done in Jesus is is break down all of those dividing barriers and make us mm. into a people now we have a new sort of a, a new identity in Christ mm. that goes above any kind of national or cultural or, or or any other kind of form of identity, I suppose. So, um, so yeah, so a lot of the lyrics uh, in the first verse sort of come out of, of that bit. Um, and then, and then of course, you know, I was able to ask a number of, of people in the church, uh, tell me, how do you say the words, Jesus is our saviour in, in your own language? And I think we've got about nine or 10 different language versions of that. And um, I had to go through and, and pick the ones that actually fit with the, with with the rhythm um but yeah. it was great to to get sort of you know to be able to have four different languages Jay. it's not just like english yeah. and one other language okay. but actually we're sort of communicating the sense that that we can all be part of this i guess yeah. um so yeah so i mean i i'm i'm well aware that in terms of integration and and, and valuing um what african people bring to worship and what we can learn from from you and so on you know we've, we've still got a way to go and, and obviously not being able to meet physically as a church has, has sort of um put quite a bit of a pause in in terms of that but i suppose for, for people who um might be listening from from other churches or we've never sort of thought about this before you know what do you have a sense of of from from doing this from from saying actually we want to do a song that includes your languages to people and and trying to to, to actively bring a bit more of an African flavor into some of the worship, you know, what, what sort of impact do you think? What's the, what do you see as the value, I guess, of, of doing that? Um, I think, um, first of all, even just you coming to the meeting that one time, it made, um, you know, when you guys left, like even a week later when you left, you know, the whole like African community was still talking about it, how much this, one guy, Phil, <laughs> and, and Angela, and whoever else was there, obviously Tess and, you know, and Gary that was there, and where everyone was just, like, really um, encouraged. Um, so I think for the African community, but also the other, you know, other communities that are not English, um, it feels like, because you, you've just mentioned there about being one, you know, a family, so it, it makes you feel a part of the wider family. Christ and also just also that revelation of like oh hang on okay they've realized that actually even if we worship in our language like it still counts as worship and praise we're still praising and worshiping the mm -hmm. same God and 
we're doing it a bit different but you know it's still the same it's still serving the same purpose and we're still you know in communion with our god just in different language so i think that that's like the main impact really of showing that we're one as a community and encouraging others who are you know not english or from wherever they've come from that they're still part of the family and also for anyone i think who's visiting a church that's doing you know different styles um of worship and different languages i think it, it shows a really good picture as well because they feel like okay this is a church where i can be accepted and this is a church that welcomes everybody awesome well thank you angelina for for joining me for this podcast and uh mm-hmm. for everyone listening do go and um check out the song on our soundcloud account if you if you like uh, the song jesus is our savior then uh, do also check out uh, the other song, Afayo, which is um, another one that I've uh, written based around uh, a great song that Angelina sent me, one of one of your childhood favourites, I think. Um, it's a great, great, joyful song. Uh, so thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you again next time. Thank you for having me. Bye. <laughs>